Quitters Never Give Up. What's up, party people? It's Quitters Never Give Up, episode 47, the first episode of the new year. Yeah. All right. um, So how's everybody doing? How is everybody's New Year's and everything? Oh, mine was real fun. I did what I always do. Nothing. (laughs) How's your wife doing? much better she got a walking boot she can get around now doctor says she's healing nicely nice well i got the rona the good one the the omicron the new one i I think i got the omicron okay yay the omicron the omicron the omicron (laughs) we mild well yeah all of us are vaccinated so all of us just have like a really crappy cold been hanging out for the last week just in the house working from home so what about the rest of the family? Do you have to like isolate from them or they we all have it. It's we all just, have it. Yeah. It's just all the Rona up in here. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher's so, always he's always up with the latest trends. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So let's uh recap a couple of things that happened in December. We have uh our listener Steve. He called us and left us a message about the twelve days of Christmas. He wanted to give a clarification about some military time. Hey guys, it's Steve and PV checking in. I hardly think I'm the only listener, (laughs) but I'm also really happy that you guys play my calls. So 1207 in military time is Yankee 0007, Yankee 007 if it's midnight 07, and then it's 1207 if it's 1207 p.m. So that's what my take is on it. And love the show, guys. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Steve. That clarified things, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. And yes, Steve, you are our only caller, only listener. So it's <laughs> <laughs> all for you. The <laughs> uh, interesting thing about military time is that my understanding is a general made it up because he missed a train because someone told him it was at 5 and he went at 5 p.m. instead of 5 a.m. Oh. So then he said, we got to we got to make up military time. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Shall we do the flashback with Jen? Paris Hilton. Yes. Is having second thoughts about her trip into space. <laughs> Is she now? Apparently, Paris signed on to be one of the first passengers on Richard Branson's Virgin space flight. You know, he is uh, he has built a aircraft that goes through the atmosphere into orbit around the Earth. Right. And he is currently uh, accepting ticket sales. Do you know what they cost? I think it's $100,000. Wow. But you can get a seat on his uh, space flight vehicle and go out into space, and then they bring you back to Earth. That's nothing for Paris. Probably They're probably giving it to her for free to publicize that yeah. thing anyway. Paris, however, tells StarPulse.com, the entertainment news website, that she's very scared about taking the trip and is having second thoughts because she's worried she'll return 10,000 years in the future where everyone she knows is dead. <laughs> yes. That's a very real fear. <laughs> I can see why that would <laughs> There's nothing worse than coming back from vacation and it's 10,000 years in the That's future. Awesome. Can you I imagine how your mail must pile up at your oh. house when you get back from your vacation and it's 10,000 years in the future? <laughs> I hate that so much when that happens. You find out that apes are living there. <laughs> That's the best story ever. That's what I told you. <laughs> oh that's just so funny i can't even imagine i mean was that a real story or is that something she made up sounded real it was during the showbiz beat i didn't research it but i mean it sounds typical of paris hilton and all that nonsense you know but i I want it to be real but would she have that would she have that knowledge of physics to think that she'd come back in the that's i it's 2008 so i don't I don't know. Paris Hilton and Audra Physics, those don't go in the same sentence. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. We have a uh, Chris from Los Angeles on the line. Good morning, Chris. Hello, how are you? Bean, how are you enjoying that high school musical movie? Was it, Chris- was, uh, it was terrific. It was, uh, of course, number one at the box office over the weekend, Chris. $42 million. Did you see it? No, I didn't. In fact... I've got something to tell you. 
I'm Chris Hansen from NBC Stateline. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. And I couldn't help but enjoy reading your blog. Oh, no. If I could quote from it, my sweet Zach was awesome as usual. How, 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 how do you think Zach keeps his hair like that? What, 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 what do you think he's doing right now? Why, 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 why won't Zach respond to my calls and emails and faxes and telegrams and messengers and hot air balloons and carrier pigeons? What exactly I... did you have in mind of doing with Zach Efren when you finally got in touch with him, Bean? Well, first of all, he, he's 21, first of all. Mm -hmm. And second of all, we were just going to hang out. I thought we'd be, we'd be pals. We'd just be buddies. Well, I'll have you know, I've been monitoring your chat in some of the chat rooms as well. Oh, and I've, oh. I've got the the actual uh, dialogue here I'd like to read for you, if Fantastic. you don't mind. You have transcripts? Yes, read away. Transcript. This is Bean being on a, uh, a website where he has the, he has the uh, profile name Freaky Farmer 18. No. <laughs> no. That, uh, come on. That's have not you me, seen is it? Zach Efron's buns in his new movie? I hope they're hot dog buns. Oh, <laughs> I didn't write that. Why? Speaking on, of Chris. hot dog buns, why does 7-Eleven's bread taste so much fresher than other stores? <laughs> what? Why doesn't 7-Eleven carry everything so I can do all my shopping in one convenient location? <laughs> Did you know originally 7-Eleven was only open from 7 in the morning to 11 o'clock at night? That's where it's got its name. <laughs> you know, Slurpees aren't just for summertime. I enjoy a good Slurpee even in the winter. I wish they had pumpkin Slurpees. <laughs> Chris, you're making this up. Here's another site where Bean was having a conversation about Zach Efron. His screen name, Island Daddy 9. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Zach Efron's eyelashes? I think sometimes he must wear mascara. I'd like to coat his eyelashes. Oh. Oh, I did. That's not me. Come on. I wonder where Zach buys his underwear. Ooh. Oh no! Could it be Target? <laughs> how 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 can Target stay open with prices so low? <laughs> I really enjoy my trips to Target. What happened? To I wish they let dogs come into the store. <laughs> what? I wish I was blind so I could bring my dogs everywhere, into every store. Some wow. stores only take dogs when they're service animals. My dogs are service animals. I've never serviced an animal. Oh. But I'd like to service Zac Efron. Oh. <laughs> Bean, do you yes, have anything Chris to say Hansen. for yourself? I'm going to tell you that uh, somebody must have broken into my computer and hacked my uh, username and password. I wouldn't oh. have written anything How many times like have you heard that, Chris Hansen? Oh, more times than I care to admit, Kevin. <laughs> sure. Well, Bean, you're free to go. You can okay, leave now. Good. Thank you. Just go out your front door. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't have the, the your your the police are out there. You're free to go. No, you're free guns, to go. They? You're free to go. I've seen the show. I know you how just this walk ends. Outside. Why did you just leave? Go ahead. But I just I end up with my face on the sidewalk. Take though, out right? and just leave. Hey, don't tase me, bro. Put Come your, on. Put your pants on before you leave. <laughs> oh, I love when they play with Bean on that kind of stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I like the Chris Hansen bit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, all right, you guys want one more? Yeah. All right, it is Halloween. It is the Kevin and Bean Show. There's a new poll out about the creepiest celebrities. This is a great list. It's first time, uh, first year I remember seeing a list like this, but it's an interesting concept when you think about what celebrities come to mind when you think of creepy celebrities. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's no surprise, for instance, that Michael Jackson is on the list. I mean, I think sure. pretty much universally. He's, oh, yeah. he's creepy, right? He's second. He's a creepy dude. Yeah, he's second on the list. Yeah, and how do you feel if you're if you're Marilyn Manson and you're creepier than Michael Jackson? <laughs> how creepy. does that make you feel? But I think, see, in my opinion, Marilyn Manson would want to top that list. Like he would do that he goes on for creepy. He would do that on purpose. Yeah. I don't think Michael Jackson considers himself creepy at all. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Which is a little scary, but there are uh, some people, other people that you might expect on the list, like uh, you know, Chris Angel, for instance, certainly seems creepy. Doesn't seem Stephen King, the horror author, oh, yeah. totally makes sense sure. that he's creepy. Then there's some other people that kind of surprised me on the list i mean uh, i guess carrot top is creepy just because he's a physical freak maybe? yeah he now is that he's yoked out uh, he's, he's yoked out badness yeah. is uh, tommy lee creepy now that's a guy for instance i don't consider creepy i wouldn't either really 
Yeah, I don't know exactly how they came to these Maybe the boat thing scared women. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe you'd just be afraid if he was heading toward you and you had to figure out how to wrestle that thing. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we thought since we happen to know Michael Jackson, maybe we'll give him a call and find out how he feels about being on this list of the creepiest celebrities in America. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good morning, Kevin and Bean. How are you? Very good. Well, we're fine. Hello! You okay? Yes, I'm just celebrating being number two on the list of the top 20 sexiest celebrities. That's not... Uh, I couldn't be happier. Uh-huh. I want to thank the people at ePoll. It's, it's not sexiest. Uh, it's, cre- it's, it's creepiest. Creepy, Michael. Yeah. The creepiest celebrities. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, were, uh, you were number two. Now, I mean, is this the type of thing that, that bothers you, or do you just figure these people don't know what they're talking about and they're just wrong? Well, it bothers me more now that I know it's creepiest celebrities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it would. It didn't yeah. bother me so much a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it might be? It might be that trial and the thing with the kids, all that. Well, first of all, People I, was, find that creepy. I was found acquitted in the trial. Uh-huh. So, there. Right. <laughs> so was O.J. So that happened. In the first one. Okay, but. And secondly, if you don't catch me, I didn't do it, pretty much. Well, that, that is in the Constitution. That is the law. Yeah, That's true. pretty much. That's a good point. Uh, are you celebrating at all? Making a, I mean, yeah, I guess for well, you. I it's... was having a, a, a party here at the mansion for everyone on the list, and I thought it was sexiest, so we were celebrating, and now I have to break oh. the news to everyone. But it's creepy, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. no. We're not sexy, we're creepy. Oh. Who's, who's there, Michael? What are you oh, talking about? You're having a party. Everyone the list is here. Everyone, all 20 of us got together for a little brunch. <laughs> brunch? Well, you know, the best parties are... <clears throat> Excuse me. The best parties are at early in the morning. I see. Uh, Michael, would you mind handing the phone to Tommy Lee? Because we were just having a discussion about him. Sure. Hold on. Doesn't Tommy, seem... they want to talk to you. I can't what? believe he's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Hey, Tommy. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Bananas. Why are you at Michael Jackson's house? Oh, this doesn't man. make any sense. He called me up. He's like, hey, bro, you want a party? I was like, yeah. <laughs> bananas are ripping, shredding, you know, some ladies, some beers, he ripping thought, them. He thought it was the sexiest list. It is the creepiest list. And Whatever. You're, you're number 19. Yeah, man. Rock and roll. Okay. Live life in the fast lane. We know if someone said, asked you, just go for it. <laughs> okay, right. Is it true that Keith Richards is at this party? He's number 14 on the creepy celebrities list. Oh, yeah, that guy's bananas. You want to talk to him? Yeah, please. Yeah. That'd be great. He, of course, hey. the guitarist for the Rolling Stones. Yeah, man. He is creepy. He's old and creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Remember he snorted his dad? He did snort his dad. Hey, Keith. Keith, have you? I know you've been at a lot of parties uh, in, a, in your long and uh, illustrious career, but have you ever been at a party with Flava Flav before? I don't know what you said. I heard clock, but is there any way we oh, can? Sp- did we it could, sound like clock? It did. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's what you said. Could could we speak with Flav? Is it possible that he's there? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We'd like to try. Right. Put see. him on the phone. Let's see if he comes to the phone now. <laughs> Sort of flavor flavor. It's sort of flavor flavor. How are you guys doing today? We're good, Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) The guys was a huge influence on me. Uh huh. Flavor flavor. Speaking of musicians, is when uh, I say flavor, you say flavor. Flavor flavor flavor. Wow, what a party! Uh, you said clock, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> hey, uh, is Ozzy there? Speaking of musicians, would you mind handing the phone to him? He's also on the. I'm sure creepiest... he's here. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was here before, but I know right. Ozzy's here. Okay. <laughs> uh, good morning, Kevin. Me. Ozzy, how you doing, buddy? Uh, it's great. All right. Do I you... never thought I'd see the day where you were partying at Michael Jackson's house. Well, uh, Michael is a great, a great talent, and is kind of is invite us all here. So we're all, we're all here in the sexiest list. Uh, yeah, we had to break it to Michael earlier, but it's the creepy celebrities. It's not a sexy list at all, Ozzy. <laughs> hey, is Gene is Gene Simmons there? Do you mind handing him the phone? Uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah, yeah. He's over here. He's number seven. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss. Wow, oh, that was hey, quick. Hey, <laughs> I was on the line. You were already on the line? You were already on the line, yes. I had my phone receiver. 
Uh, Gene, what do you have? You're uh, famous for your huge ego. It has to yes. be devastating well, to you no, to have people no. call you creepy. No, no, it may be the creepiest list, but whenever you're atop any poll, uh, it means that you're on people's minds. Lisa May, speaking of being atop a poll. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Hey, hand the phone to Woody Allen, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, okay. He's a good Jewish friend of mine. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Woody Allen, of course, are, are the, uh, the tribe. Yeah. Mr. Allen, Mr. Allen. Movie director that is now married to his daughter. I can't believe I'm at this party. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. The only other Jew in the room is Gene Simmons. Yeah, that's <laughs> Gotta hurt you. It's like, it's like worst high holy days ever. Gene, do you not get off the phone at any point? No, I've got my okay. own kiss phone. We can't get, get him off the phone. Okay, www.kissarmy.com. Right. Right. Okay, we can't right. get him off the phone or the waitresses. Oh, no. Hey, uh, Woody, how about your friend uh, Pee Wee Herman? I understand uh, Paul Rubens is there at the party as well. Yes. <laughs> just, hold, just hold a second and I'll get him. All right, okay. good. Right. This is quite a party. I'd like no to be there, kidding. actually. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Who are you? We're good. How are you? Oh, it's great. I'm here with everybody ever on the list. And it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what would you think of the Flava Flav interview earlier today? <laughs> Flavor Flav. He's crazy. He's yeah. got a giant clock. He does have yeah. a giant clock. He's a clock, that's trick, right? Is it hard, clocky? <laughs> oh, look at that. Hey, if you can, hand the phone to that uh, New York AM talk host, um, Don Imus. <laughs> Is he there? Really? Yeah, because he's on the list. Don Imus! Don you're talking on phone hours. How are you? Good morning. Don Imus. I don't understand what you just said. Oh, there's some time you're watching the, watching the list, and I was saying to myself, there's some navigator holes right there. Some cute girls, but I don't know. All right. Some Maybe time for you to retire there, Don. In the morning, it's an exciting song she's coming up for you. It's about uh, 45 minutes past your hour. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Don, do you know who Chris Angel is? Uh, Chris Angel's a good yeah. friend of mine. She's oh, he is? Would, you mind, get, would you mind getting friend. him on the phone? Yeah, he's good for you. Hey, Don. Chris Angel, Chris Angel, can you want to talk on the phone there? Chris Please. Angel, pick, pick up the phone there. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> Chris Angel. Hi, Chris. How Hello, are you? Bean, how are you? It can't make you happy to be on the creepy list. No, because I'm not creepy. Well, I'm I got a, news I'm for a you. I'm a rock star of magic and mind freaking. I got news for you. According to this list, you're the eighth creepiest celebrity in America. <laughs> Listen, uh, could you put Courtney Love on the phone? <laughs> I'll see if I can make it appear with my magic. Okay. I'm a huge fan of Courtney Love. My, okay, father, my father and I used to listen to it. Did you now? Yeah. All right. Courtney you know, Love, could you come over here? Wow. Come on, Kevin and me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Courtney. How are you guys doing? We're good, Courtney. We're hey, fine. is OJ there? Because OJ Simpson is also on the list. Yeah, hold on a second. Okay, thank you. <laughs> wow. OJ Simpson rough. sounds rough, yeah. Kevin and Bean, how are you doing? It's the juice. Yeah, but you're at Michael Jackson's house right now in Southern California? I am. I'm at Michael Jackson's house, and it's great to be here with another black icon, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav, yeah. 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 I thought you were in jail. <laughs> they let me out on a special creepy list party furlough program. Really? That exists? <laughs> yes. In Las Vegas, it does. <laughs> that sounds crazy. So as long as you make the top 20 creepy celebrities list... You, you... get out of jail. Wow. It's a great little loophole in the legal system. <laughs> How long are you out of jail now? Yeah, until I kill again. Oh. Okay, then. And when do you think that'll be? As soon as I can get over to Andy Dick. Who's <laughs> also on the list. And I have a knife. Yes, you do. You, yes. have, you have our support, Juice. Thanks. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. <clears throat> what I love about that one, A, the magic that is and the talent that is Ralph, right? But then yeah. also, but Psycho Mike was pretty good, too, with the Tommy Lee and Bananas and the, uh, Gene Simmons <laughs> and how he would be you know, actively listening in a show. And then he would sometimes just kind of cut in and. Speaking of whatever, Lisa May, you know, to just write into that voice. So I thought he was always really good, too. Yeah, that. Oh, man. That was just a potpourri of voices. It was just yes. hilarious. Yeah. It, it, and it just seemed like they were kept throwing things at Ralph to try and see what he could come up with next. Yeah. Yeah. The only voice I heard that Ralph altered on was the Flavor Flav one. Yeah, a little bit. But then he, he kind of got it, though. But like, he's like, is, is Bill Cosby. <laughs> I know, right? I thought his OJ voice was processed, like when they used to do the OJ bits. But he just went right into it, so I guess he could just do that voice naturally with his uh, his his own talent. I think yeah. even when they're riffing like that, he would. But I think when it, when they were interviewing him and it was just OJ, then I think they did use a voice changer a little bit. It sounded yeah. the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe a little bit of EQ or something. Right. So maybe they had like a setting that they would hit, just OJ. Yeah. <laughs> the OJ button. Yeah, you don't want to press that. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, shall we do the podcast roundup? Let's do yes. it. Yes. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, <laughs> you get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the podcast roundup. It's good to see that Kevin on Great News is still the same. Hi, and welcome to another episode. <clears throat> Hi. 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 Try that again? Hi. And welcome to another episode of Great News. So, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving over to the Ralph Report. Ralph had two guest hosts this week. Carrie for the first uh, Monday or Tuesday. And Steve, for the rest of the week, Eddie is still on vacation in Myrtle Beach. And Steve had this theory of where Eddie is. I think he has a secret life down there. <laughs> I think he's got some side hustle. He's some kind of meth kingpin <laughs> down there. He goes down there and he turns into, you know, I don't know, Gator. You know, he, he comes a bit like, you know, the, the character... <laughs> The other is it the other guys or something like that with the Will Ferrell <laughs> down. Yeah. He's like he's got he's got some bitches down there. He's a meth king. That's what I reckon. He's running some prostitutes. He's got a, yeah. a whole crime kingpin situation he's got a crew. going on. Yeah. yeah, he's got a crew down there. He's, they're called the Jumbelow Scrimps. <laughs> they go around. And, <laughs> they go around and take protection money from people selling, uh, you know, Confederate flag floaties and all of that. How I awesome mean, would it be if Eddie Pence yeah. was a secret warlord? Yeah, and he's got a big, like, almost kind of like Yakuza-type tattoo all over his back or something like that. Have you seen his back naked? I've never seen him shirtless, so he could well, be tatted up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, Eddie's a crime warlord down in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> and then on the Ralph Report, the, uh, during the This Week in History, they talked about Casey Kasem doing his last show. So, of course, they had to play probably the best clip of all time. I would be remiss if I didn't play my favorite piece of audio, one of my favorite pieces of audio ever. Casey Kasem, outtake from him recording America's Top 40. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn <laughs> it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody who uses fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record <laughs> that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> That was Carrie laughing. That was so awesome to hear how that cracked her up. Oh, she's so funny. Yeah, it was really cool. Have you guys ever done a deep dive into outtakes like that? No, Um, I haven't. For Casey Kasem or? Just of everybody. Like Orson Welles has a famous one. It's really fascinating to go into that stuff. The Colonel Sanders one, like he can't do his lines for a commercial. Yeah, we should do a special (laughs) on that someday. We should. We should. (laughs) All right, on Cup of Tea in the chat, our good friend Drew called in. Hey, cup of tea in chat, Allie Bean Teabaggers. Uh, this is Drew from Detroit, and I just wanted to say that you guys, everyone, the teabaggers, Allie and Bean, everyone at Quitters are absolutely amazing. I've, I've had a bit of a rough time, not one I can't deal with, the one that I unknowingly, I guess, kind of disappeared for a bit. And I was absolutely touched today where I had someone reach out to me just to make sure I was okay. And that's not anything I get in really my day-to-day life, let alone from what you would almost consider acquainted strangers. So 
I just want to say thank you for everything you all do. Like, it really does make a difference. It honestly made a complete win for me today. So I, I can't thank you all enough. Just keep, keep being you. I love you all. Keep up the work. So nice sentiment from Drew. You know, we hope Drew's doing okay. I'm glad to see that he's, you know, coming back out of it. Yeah, we love you, Drew. And it's fun, too, because, like, some people, you know, they'll friend you on Facebook and stuff like that. And so I try to go back and check back in. And You know what I mean? Like, how are you guys yeah. doing? What's going on over here? You know, just kind of a fun. And the cool thing is I met a gentleman, uh, Matt Simons. He's in England. I believe he's a friend of Bridget Falk's. Okay. Bridget from Long Island. And now he's <laughs> going to help me revamp a website because it's a WordPress and I don't know WordPress that well. And okay. so, I mean, come, in, come on with the come on. The KBCU is the best. And that includes everybody, including Kevin Smith fans. I know that uh, after Friday's show that you were giving up on the Cup of Tina chat podcast, Jen. <laughs> right? I know you're just <laughs> taking out that subscription because they'd said this. There should be an all Bowie channel all the time. I know because they do have on Sirius XM, they do have a Springsteen channel. They have a Beatles channel. Yeah. They have a Grateful Dead channel. They certainly could. They have a Dave Matthews they band Dave. channel. And that's not that's... necessary at all. Come on. <laughs> First of all, there are huge Dave Matthews fan uh, teabaggers who are very mad right now. I like Dave. I don't think we need I a full-time too. channel. That's all I'm saying. I think Bowie should get one before Dave Matthews. I'm with you. Just, I'm just putting it out there and I'm sorry to our uh if they're bowie heads would they be matthews heads oh i don't know what they call dave matthews or, fans because i feel like it would have to be dave matthews heads yeah because they're oh, that makes i mean they're fish heads listen, we're in the weeds yeah uh, are we that's not the point so did you pull over uh, and just call them up and start shouting at them uh no um no but i i'm in my serious xm account right now um garth brooks has a channel ozzy has a channel um, so there's some really big stuff. So yeah, for sure. Bowie could, should have a channel, but Dave Matthews is awesome. So I don't care. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think a lot of people, you heard <clears throat> Dave Matthews in the early nineties, mid nineties, whatever you heard a couple of the sweet songs, maybe Aunt Sparching or what would you say? And he's just never been an airplay band. They've always been a jam band. So you'll you'll get the album and it's great. And then you go to the concert and it's 10 times better. So I don't know. It's cool. It's and it's fine that people don't understand it. But if anybody out there has a friend and you get to go to a concert, go. It's so much fun. So what do they call the fans of the Dave Matthews band? We're just called Dave Matthews band fans. Okay. <laughs> Not heads. Simple. Not heads. Never heard that. No. It's <clears throat> like, and the cool thing is too, um, he started Farm Aid with Willie Nelson back in the 90s. He's got Obama Works, sort of the merch and stuff. A lot of it goes to, I don't know, whatever charity they have going on. Yeah. Um, his sister, uh, so he bounced between South Africa and the United States growing up, right? And his sister was living in South Africa and she ended up, uh, she was murdered by her husband, I believe. Um, and then obviously they lost Leroy Moore back in 2008. And, um, but it's like, he's like Keanu Reeves. He just is kind to everybody and just does really nice things. He's got dreaming tree wines and stuff like that. And so he's been through a bit of trauma in his life, but he just doesn't rather humble kind of guy. And I was trying to find um, any interviews in the archives, but I couldn't see, I couldn't find anything, but I know like, Kevin had said, no, Dave Matthews is really funny. It's like, yeah, he's really funny. So that's our podcast roundup. Shall we do the week that was? All right. Are Wait, you going to play your that, I have something for the podcast roundup. Let me jump in here. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. This came from uh, the Adam Carolla show. He had on Sebastian Davis. He's the producer of the Woody show. Now that's a Southern California station. When they have talked about Kevin and Bean over the years, it's always been very complimentary and respectful. So I kind of like him for that. It's a good show. So anyway, he was on and they got to talking about Southern California radio and they did touch about on some Kevin and Bean stuff. So the nasty man, mother love. I'm trying to did the nasty man end up doing like late night infomercials for girls gone like ecstatic That's or some man. generic That's version? The poor man. Oh, you're he right. Had a bikini beach party. Thank or you. Yeah. Yes. He did okay. love line. Right. First, many, many years ago. But you guys still close? <laughs> You know, it's a it's an interesting thing, which is he did it. Then he got fired. Uh -huh. He got fired. You know, he was warned a lot. 
And eventually, you know, remember why he got fired? I remember there was something involving Bean's house. Yeah, he gave out the address to Bean of Kevin and Bean at 12 at night or 1130 at night. Of course, Bean was established. He goes to bed at eight and a bunch of fans showed up, started like lighting fires in the front lawn and stuff. And so then he got fired. He got fired for that. Is that why Bean moved to Washington? To get away. To get away from the doxers. And then Ricky Rackman took over and then he did that for like three years. And then I took over. And the poor man had a beef with me. <laughs> I'm like, I, what, I don't. I used to listen to the show. I'm a fan of the show. It's, I, I'm. It's an opportunity. Yeah. What's this have to do with you? You got fired years ago. So you remember, poor man called in on Bean's last day, and yeah. he's still a jerk. <laughs> well, yeah, poor man. We, we, I think we talked about this. Poor man was uh, really just a, uh, uncalled for when he invited everybody to Bean's house. But, yeah, uh, so that was interesting. That just came up, and it, it was a, kind of a little mini history lesson about K-Rock back in the day. Right? He was on. He got fired. Ricky Rackman took over Love Line, then Adam Carolla. So it was very interesting. And in about 30 seconds, it's kind of a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Southern California radio fan, you oh, should well. listen to that episode of Adam Carolla. It's very interesting stuff. And, and it's always funny that poor man just thinks everybody that continued after him was his enemy. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. All right. Shall we do the week that was? Let's yeah. do it. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, Our feature presentation. Week that was. 2011. I went back in time. I Machete. So we're doing the week that was 2011. Uh, I personally thought 2010 had the best viral videos, best drops. So I'm going to start this year fresh and see. Maybe 2011 can be better. Who knows? Anyway, you heard that <laughs> in the intro. Omar made a new clip to start 2011. 2011. And being Kevin and Bean, they played that ad nauseum the first week. Let's start off. Let's see how Kevin does. Maybe his New Year's resolution was to get to the station on time. What do you guys think? I don't know. Kevin, I don't think he did New Year's resolutions, right? I hope not. Okay, let's see how we started off 2011. Our feature presentation. I was heard to the broadcast. First time come back, Corinne Barre. Come on, it's the first day back from vacation. How could you be late? What's up? Well, it is raining, and the 101 was closed at Havenhurst for a little while, so maybe got stuck in that. This is not how you want to start a new year, though, is it? Yes, it is. I want to start a new year. It's how I want Kevin to start. So I think Kevin was late every day that week. So, so much for that resolution, if you have it. And the first day, he did not have the right key card, and he couldn't get in. <laughs> so he had to call Chip to come down and let him in. So Kev, Kev's starting off the year strong. Did you listen to Kevin and Sluggo this week? On, I think it was Thursday, he lost his key card, or he couldn't find his <laughs> key card already. <laughs> That's right. And then he said that uh, he never trusts anybody that never drinks or loses their key card. And he was talking right? about Doug. Yeah. Doug the and Slug. Then, but then he was texting sluggo to let him in and sluggo left his phone at home <laughs> oh, those guys are perfect for each oh, other aren't they the magic continues okay now they usually start the new year's off by checking in on dick clark's rock and new year's eve let's see how dick clark did in 2011 oh no 10 He got all of the numbers in order, ladies and gentlemen, which is rare for Dick, as you know. So Dick Clark getting better. Uh, Ryan C. Clark was getting worse, unfortunately. C. Crest, I mean. Uh, Looking back, I didn't bring the clip, but the big New Year's guest that year for the Rockin' New Year's Eve, New Kids on the Block and the Backstreet Boys. And this was 2011, so a little bit late to that party, guys. While we're on the subject of New Year's, they did a call-in topic. What was the fastest you ever broke your New Year's resolutions? Now, me, I'm kind of a boring guy, so I lived vicariously through the Kevin and Bean audience. So listen to this girl, how fast she broke her New Year's resolution. I was not going to send naked pictures to this guy anymore. No oh, this is pictures. a problem? So you had been sending a lot of naked pictures to him. Was he your boyfriend? Uh, yeah, he has been. Has been? Has been. Meaning he hasn't been lately, but you're still sending? He keeps asking. I have a hard time saying no. 
Oh, you're the best ex-girlfriend ever. <laughs> like, it's hard for us to judge a topic like this unless we're able to see, you know, the evidence, you know, that's been presented. Yeah. So if you were to send us one of those photos, I'm just saying then we could fully appreciate what you're trying to do. Well, first of all, that's true. I mean, you can't uh, – look, if you're a doctor, you have to examine the patient. Right. Let's be honest. But, but, Allison, what's going on if you guys are broken up, you're not together anymore, and he keeps asking for naked photos? What do you suppose it is that makes you keep sending them? Uh, you know, I guess I'm just still really into him. I, I'm paying more attention to him than he is to me. Right. And I figured, why is he going to treat me any better if I keep making it so easy for him to treat me the way that he does? Which right? is okay. which is good thinking. Yes. So then you say, <laughs> not going to send the photos unless he starts treating me well. And then how long did it take? Three minutes. Three minutes. So twelve oh three, January first, two thousand and eleven. Two thousand and eleven. You sent him a naked picture. Yeah. Were you drunk at the time? Not yet, no. Not yet. Wow. (laughs) Kevin and Bean out of saying, these are the fine people you can reach with your advertising people. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the K-Rock crowd. 1203, what's that in military time? (laughs) (laughs) Yankee, Yankee 03, right? That's what we heard. Cake, um, on the showbiz beat, they were doing celebrity birthdays. I like this. John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Kind of a, a... an encapsulation of the way the showbiz beat can go and how they can riff on stuff. Take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. John Paul Jones. Of course, uh, famous military uh, naval yes. leader. Nope, he, that's uh, not uh, the different. This is a different guy. Wait to see the whites though. of their eyes, I believe, was his guy. famous. Uh, this is the Led Zeppelin uh, guy. The Led Zeppelin guy is who you're talking about here, Ralph. No, that was John Paul Ringo, I think you're thinking of. He, <laughs> no. was, uh, he was the musician. <laughs> oh, never mind. Led Zeppelin, bassist, also in that new band, Them Crooked Vultures. How cool is it to be 65 years old? Used to be in Zeppelin. Now you're in a brand new band with Dave Grohl. They have a new song out, by the way, Them Crooked Vultures. They sure do. You want to hear it? <laughs> That's pretty good. Doesn't feel like a new year at all, does yeah. it? Nope. Feels like 2010 all over again. <laughs> 2011. No, feels the same to me. Oh, sorry. He's 65 years old. Mel Gibson's 55 years old today. I don't care. Oh, come on, Mel. It's your own birthday. I despise you. Why? I'm just wishing you a happy birthday, Mel. I just want you to know that your whole relationship with me, yeah? everything about you, right. was an offense to me and offended me. He wow. just wished you a just, happy birthday. Just telling people it's your birthday. Mel. Should we not give him the cake? Or? <laughs> I said nothing. Oh, he wants okay. nothing for his birthday. Not a smile and me. Well, that's something. It does sound like a, a nice enough birthday. I guess. <laughs> look, look, he's making it very easy for for people that are shopping for gifts. He's not one of those guys like, do we get him a gift certificate? Or, like, you, you you know what he's you got to give him. That's true. Yeah. That was Patton Oswald. He had come into the show that day, and he was sitting on the on the uh, showbiz beat. Uh, I was they kind of they carried some of the great clips over from 2010. So I'm sure we'll hear Chacarone again over and over in 2011. <laughs> Another celebrity birthday. This caught me by surprise because well, I'll just let Bean explain what the heck happened. By the way, uh, I hate to make a complaint about yesterday's oh, showbiz here beat. We go. Already? Here we go. I count on you to keep me posted on the important birthdays in my life. Uh huh. I didn't find out until last night that yesterday was Dave the King of Mexico's birthday. He was keeping it a secret. It was, oh, it was a little shrouded. Why? What's going on with Dave? He hides his age like a chick. Yeah, he does. He uh... likes to he likes to talk about when he's still twenty two. Huh. Is it be, is it because no matter how old he is, he's way too old to still be living at home? Is that why? Yes. <laughs> well, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he does live with his mom. But Dave is is my best friend in the whole world, and I was very sad that I did wow. not know it was his birthday. First of all. Sad for you. Sad for you. Second of all, sadder for Dave. Yeah. How dare you? And third of all, if he's really your best friend in the world, how do you not have a clue when his birthday is? (laughs) How do you not think, hey, it's January. It must be. Oh, I remember my best friend's birthday. It must be right around this time. Right. Because I count on I count on Ralph to keep me posted on stuff like that. Well, no, well, I'm not your personal secretary. Well, not... I know, but I figure he he's going to come up somehow in the showbiz. Don't I'll tell you what. I'll take care of all of the celebrities in the world's birthdays. <laughs> you take care of your best friend's birthday. How about that? Why don't you just keep tabs on that for yourself? You've got one to take care of, B. Yeah. All right. Well, I I just want you to know I felt terrible when I all found right. out. Donna told me because I guess she found out from somebody else on Facebook, and then I felt like the last guy in the world. And I hate being the last guy in the world. Oh, you know something? Don't That's we the know? Don't right we there. know that? Listen, I bet you it was Clyde Tumbaugh's birthday, you'd know it. 
I uh, I like to stay current. February fourth. I like yeah. to stay. Yeah. Current. That's you know what that. I'm talking about. So Dave's not your best friend. That's what I'm okay. saying. I was thinking. I think that trend of Dave trying to cover his birthday up continues. I didn't see anything about it on social media. Did you guys? No. Yeah. So well, happy birthday, Dave. Yeah, happy birthday, whatever you are now. So that's kind 21. of funny. I think he, yeah, I think he downplays it still to this day. And it's also funny he was Bean's best friend. He didn't know his birthday, <laughs> and he blamed yeah. Ralph for not mentioning it. <laughs> okay, they were releasing, <laughs> they were releasing Machete on DVD, and that brought this up from the Showbiz Beat. And on Blu-ray and DVDs everywhere, I command that you buy it. Machete. Oh, yeah. yes. Starring Danny Trejo and uh, Robert De Niro and, and written, directed by Robert Rodriguez. One of my favorite films of last year. So much fun. So much fun. This is Machete. Oh, Machete. Yes, Machete. This is Machete. 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 That sounds good. Today's celebrity birthdays. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Bean, what was that? Machete. I don't know. <laughs> The cartoons? <laughs> voice I don't know. It just cracks me up. I love that because that's my clip I sent to Bean. So anytime <laughs> nice. he used it, I got a big kick. So yeah. I think Bean doesn't know where it's from. I'm the only person in the world that knows where it's from. So I kind of feel powerful. Where's it from? If you guys, it's from an old podcast. It was called Pop My Culture. Oh, okay. Really funny podcast, but it's not around anymore. So I guess, boy, you talk about losing listeners like Bean's uh, personal minutia talk. <laughs> The Pop My Culture podcast recap here is really going to lose listeners. <laughs> but anyway, I like it. I think I thought it was funny. Okay, they started talking about Taylor Swift, and this was the first time Ralph did his Taylor Swift impression. So if you're ever in a bar, you have a bar bet. When did it start? 2011. Let's hear that. First, though, my girlfriend Taylor Swift back in the news. I love her so much. I know I'm too old to like her music, but I just love her. I think she's awesome. She won, uh, of course, a Grammy Album of the Year last year. She's got the number one album in America this week. She won a People's Choice Award last night. I'm sure that means a tremendous amount to her. Sure. And one of the things about Taylor Swift is that every guy that she dates, she ends up writing a song about. So when her album that's in this, you know, that's the big hit right now, when that album came out, people were going through it going, well, this is a song about when she dated John Mayer, and here's a song about when she dated Nick Jonas. I mean, if you tick off Taylor Swift, she's going to write a song about you. Yeah. That's all of them? I mean, basically, you could reference yes. almost a guy to every song? Pretty much, yes. Wow. <laughs> That's How often but... does she put out albums? Like every other week? <laughs> I don't know who this one is about, but this is the kind of lyric you get if you date Taylor Swift and then somehow do her wrong. All you are is mean and a liar and pathetic and alone in life and mean and mean and mean and mean. You know you get that album and you go, come on, what that, did I do? But that's... <laughs> That's also like you're in second grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? All you are is mean and liar and and you can't think of anything else. So you go back to mean. It's supposed to be like poetic uh, a little bit. You would think. Well, I don't know. Whatever she's doing, it is working for her because she's one of the biggest recording stars in the world. Still and, with that? Is that a hit? The, Tell me that's not a hit. No, they haven't released right. that one as a single. That's just a track from the album. But for the first time ever, Taylor Swift joins us on the Kevin Bean Show right now. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Hi, y'all. Good morning. <laughs> I, oh, I'm, it's just such an honor to talk to you this morning. I can't believe you had me on your show, but thank well, you so much. Well, we're happy to have you on. Congratulations on all your success. But what about what you heard us talking about when you are on hold there? What about this way that you go out with a guy and then if he uh, you know, doesn't uh, open the car door for you, all of a sudden you have to eviscerate him in a song? What's that deal? Well, look, when you're my age, a lot of times you do a lot of maturing when you go from album to album, and I admit that it might be a little immature for me to have written those songs, like Mean, the song you played a clip That's from. pretty and, childish, right? And uh, although I still like to write about my relationships and, and my personal life, and I use that as a jumping off point, I feel like I've gotten less bitter and I've matured a little bit, and I, I kind of, in a, in, a, in a weird way, regret writing those songs, even though they are a personal reflection of who I was at the time. I okay. was so young. You know? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because you've been in the news also this week because you and Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, you guys have been going out for a few months. It looks like you've broken up, and I hope that this is going to be an opportunity for you to maybe just walk away and maybe not you know, tear him down just because he didn't work out. Well, I am in the studio right now, and I have to admit, I'm 
I've written a song about Jake, but oh. like I said, I feel like I've matured as a songwriter. I'm not as petty as I was before okay. when I used to write songs about, you know, Nick and, and John Mayer and things like that. Would you right. guys would you guys like to hear? Yeah. You have oh, part of it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is called uh Jake Gyllenhaal. <clears throat> All right. Ready ready, Jimbo? Hit it. Jake Gyllenhaal has AIDS. A Whoa! small penis. And he's a Nazi, and he hasn't paid his taxes in no, seven no. months. No, and no, you should no. investigate him, and he eats a lot of poo-poo. Taylor. His face is made Taylor. of doo-doo. Taylor. And right, he has tooties, All right, too. all right. Come on. Oh. That's just, that again, so immature. <laughs> so immature, though. You can't just make stuff up about somebody because you're mad at them. Come on. Cleansing. Feel good. Did you say, good. though, that you felt like you were being less petty? I gotta worry about myself as a songwriter. I gotta be concerned with me as a person. First okay. Off. Okay, but maybe you shouldn't be dating right now. It sounds like every emotion is just too oh, raw for I, you. Maybe uh, just be single for well, a little while. Uh, hold on one second. Like I said, I'm here in my own private studio. Okay. Uh, the paper boy just came by again. Okay. I told you to throw it on the porch. Okay, if you can't. You son of a bitch. All right, I just wrote a song about the paper boy. Hit it, Jimbo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Paper boy has a meth lab. The club seals a lot on the beach just to pass the time. When no one's looking, he eats his boogers. Okay, listen. This is just because you missed the porch? That's why you did that? Now I'm on a roll. You know, earlier today I ordered a soy caramel macchiato, non-fat, no whip. And what did I get? I got a regular milk from a Moo Moo in Uh-oh. my coffee, and I got oh. a lot of whipped cream slathering. Oh. Hit it, Jimbo! Oh, no. oh, come on. You can't be a song about that. The barista runs a far-reaching sex slave trade that goes all over the world. He probably killed Tupac. Oh, come on. You're just stuff. That's ridiculous. Wait a minute. Did he really kill Tupac? Why not? That's Someone a good question. There we go. Taylor Swift, oh quote-unquote, appearing we, on the show. We just did a thing on, on her writing that Jake Gyllenhaal song. We did. She did a video after that too. Oh, that's right. When she remastered all her stuff. Yeah, she remastered all her stuff this this uh, this year, and then she released the ten minute version of the five minute version from 2011, and did a video. So no, she's not petty anymore. So it all comes around. Yeah, she's not petty anymore. She's grown. (laughs) (laughs) Bean did a very weird story. There was an article I think in People magazine about celebrities that had nude portraits of themselves in their house. Now, that's kind of weird to me, but it did bring up something kind of strange. Bean always says he can't remember anything from his childhood, but he did remember this weird story. My Even dad. I'd have to have a giant something else before I put a giant portrait of myself <laughs> nude in my home. I'm not sure I want to hear what Bean's going to say after my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad had, and I never asked the circumstances about the, how the painting was created, but he had a black velvet nude of my mother hanging on our, our wall no when we were growing kidding. up. All right. That's creepy. He sure did. That rules, by the way, this black velvet. All right, go ahead. Number 10. It was... <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Don't Look, we don't... <laughs> You have to ask him. How do you not ask? That is a good question. Because I don't ever want to be involved in a conversation that's talking about my mom nude. That's why. But didn't you ever say, hey, Dad, it makes me uncomfortable when I come into the room and I see mom nude? <laughs> nope, I just put my hands over my eyes wow. every time I was in the living room. Like full nude bean? Like you... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah, Mike, she's, she's spread eagle in the black velvet. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like, no, she had a little pillow down there, but uh, there's boobies. I bet she did. There's not a pillow. <laughs> was, was she covering her hands with her breasts? Or breasts no, no, no. Bo- I mean, boobs no. were there. Sadly, were full, she was covering on. her hands with her breasts, which is, <laughs> which is another reason you do not want her in a painting. <laughs> I don't want to see that in my house. No, no, you don't at all. That's just it was so a horrible is. memory just brought up by Ralph introducing wow. this story. Being yes. that has dawned on me is... Is from the Adams family. Bean is from the Adams family. His wife is Morticia, and he's Gomez, and he's got the creepy dad, and he's got a creature that runs around with long hair and a bowler, I'm sure, at his house, and he's got a giant clown head on his house, and a dragon that breathes fire under the stairs, or whatever the hell else is going on with the Adams family. But he, that's who he is. With the portraits of death and rats and his mm-hmm. nude mom and serial killer paintings and stuff. It's the freaking Adams family. We really do need to sit down and just take all of the information that we have about him and, and collate it and make it into one thing because it really is astounding. Very weird story. And it reminds me, trivia question for you guys. Uh-huh. What 
nude celebrity painting did Bean have in his house? Not painting a photograph. O.J. Simpson yeah. in his bathroom. That's right. They brought that mm-hmm. up. And they're like, wait, you've got a nude portrait. But he's like, it's not me. It's not my relative. And it's, <laughs> it's still in storage in Seattle, I think. <laughs> Didn't he have some artwork from the, the killer Gacy, something like that? Yeah, yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. And then he used to have a big clown head on his house in Seattle. I think Ralph's on to something there. Bean's the, the new Adams family. <laughs> Definitely. Something weird. There was a new show coming out. It was a superhero show called The Cape. And, of course, Ralph was excited because he's the comic book geek. I led to kind of a, I think, what's the opposite of would you like to take that back? That's what this is. I can't wait for I the cape. I don't know what cape, the cape really. is. The cape's about a superhero. He's an ex-cop who apparently gets framed, and so he's got to clear his name. He goes undercover as a crime fighter, but he can't do it himself, so he becomes a superhero, and he becomes the cape, and he puts on a no. cape. But does he no. have any he can't The cape. A... The cape does stuff. The cape does really oh. cool things. It's like a special cape. Okay. What does it do? He went on eBay. He can, like, go, and it will, like, grab the like knife out of your hand. It'll whip the knife out of your hand. He can do it with his cape. I'm going to wait on that one. And I think yeah. the cape also can, like, it's, like, can cloak him and make him uh, you know, blend into things, like a camouflage like kind Harry of thing. Potter? It's got all these different uh, functions to it. It's like, a, it's like a special cape. I'm going to let that one breathe for a little. And no, see. you're not. <laughs> no worries. I cannot wait for the cape. I'm, I'm, Isn't that just so awesome you can't stand it? I'm going to wear my own cape while I'm watching the cape. That's how excited I am about it. I love wearing a cape. I should wear a cape every day. You should. I'm just going to get a cape just to wear. Do we have to call you, you have that? a cape? Yeah, I, I know, but I have like a Batman cape, but I need like my own special, unique kind of cape that I can just wear out every Everywhere. I'm with you. Hey, look, there's the guy with the cape. Hey, that's what we talk about. He's the cape guy. Yeah. Who's in Starbucks? Oh, you know him. The guy who wears the cape all the time. Right. But then they laugh. You know that. They would not. Okay. They'd be, uh, I would strike fear into their hearts. I see. It'd be cape fear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I support that. You know what? Oh, I can't, can't put that one in the file. 30 year old movie, but I can't, come on. can't put that in the file. Yep. I'm sorry. That's well just done, too Michael. good. Mike's rolling around on the floor. He's so happy with him right now. Mike laughs at his own jokes more than Mike. He's also just happy that we're not beating him up. That's true. After that. Yeah, you were talking about how Psycho Mike could just chip in out of nowhere. There he was. That that was an all-timer, if you ask me. Nice. Oh, my God. And then that show's been on, like, 11 years now, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll show you, Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to the Kate movie when it comes out. (laughs) What channel is it on? It's it's it. I don't think it ever made it past two episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's joking. Okay. It was on Lisa TV for a long time. Uh. Okay. Last clip is uh, they were talking about oh, what's that actress name? The one that Bean loves. Skinny Count Smokula. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I'm just gonna play it since I forgot the name. Ralph, you like uh, Glee? She was great on Glee. The she episode was, that she played yesterday, right? She's very talented on Glee. She was not horrible on Glee. She was really good. Yeah, she was good in the Iron Man movies too, by the way. Yes, yes, she was. I agree. She's a good actress, well, that's, guys. That's, that's what you're forgetting. It's all CGI. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay. yeah. They uh, they put the suit on uh, Robert Downey Jr. and then they also like CGI and Gwyneth Paltrow in that film too to make her less hateable. She looked hot. <laughs> Let me tell you how to spruce up your home by taking sliced apples and hanging them in the sunshine after yourself. Wait, did she say that? Oh, you ever seen this freaking website she's got? No. Goop.com? Oh, fantastic. She's like a new age Martha Stewart who just knows so much better than you. She tells you her favorite restaurants in Paris. Oh, Oh, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that I can go. Wow. Uh, I'm going to show her my favorite work boot. (laughs) (laughs) You're not clear on your feelings. I'm going to stick it someplace, and then she will know. She'll have an imprint of it. So I think that began their hate affair with Gwyneth Paltrow. That was the first time they mentioned Goop on the show. Yeah. Man, they got so much out of Goop. Goop is hilarious. So that's how it started. That was in 2011. So that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. Well, that is our podcast for today. I just want to say... Bye! I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too good. All right, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for Look for us on social media. We're the podcast for the obsessive Kevin and Bean fan. So welcome to 2011. (laughs) 